Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Let it be known, and contrary to the insidious whisperings of some, that this podcast is a proud member of the Agora Podcast Network. Agora is a one-stop shop for you, the podcast listener, seeking to find quality, independent audio podcasting entertainment. With just under a million downloads each month, we have a large, attractive listener base, which is prone to being trendsetters and go-getters, whether they want to be or not. You're all just so wonderful, you just can't help it. And you know what that means? That Agora is a great place to advertise. Yes, that's right. If you have a product or service that you want to sell to our hordes of fans, Agora Podcast Network is a place to go. Just head over to our website, agorapodcastnetwork.com, to find out how. Doing so will help us keep hosting all these awesome shows, and will give us all a nice payout. Someday. I have no donors or patrons to thank in this episode, because honestly, your outpouring of support was so massive after I posted the last minisode that I'm holding it all for the next episode, because otherwise this episode would be like half me thanking patrons. But please, we are so, so close to our goal, so please do keep it coming, uh... We do need just a little bit more to reach our goal, and then we, we can get back to normal. But thank you all so much for your support. Oh, and just really, really quickly, uh, in order to donate, you can go to the website, wittenberg to westphaliapodcastweeblycom In the show notes, there will be links to my wife's knitting store, which is on Instagram, Facebook, and now on Etsy, uh, all under the name Knittenfrog. Uh, or you can go to my store page and donate securely via PayPal, or, be or become a patron on Patreon, which has a bunch of rewards, which I swear I'll get to at some point. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Thank you. Everyone's right, and no one is sorry. That's the start and the end of the story. From the sharks and the jets to the call in the morning. Greetings, my name is Benjamin Jacobs, and this is episode 37, Trav's Big Adventure. So, originally, this episode was going to be about the art of warfare in the Middle Ages. However, Wittenberg to Westphalia, friend of the show and foreign correspondent, Travis Dow, of the History of Germany podcast, happened to get us this hot-off-the-presses content of the 500-year anniversary of... Martin Luther nailing the 95 Theses to the castle church door in Wittenberg. By all accounts, the event was celebrated with a massive party in the entire city of Wittenberg. And 
Travis delivered us this fresh content, uh, which is slightly different from all the other content that he delivered to the other members of the Agora Podcast Network, so you really need to listen to all of them to get the full set. It's like Pokemon. As it happens, I'm going to be moving in, oh, two weeks. Two weeks. Um, and the episode that I also already had ready to go um, is a, definitely a two-parter. It doesn't make sense to put the episode from Travis in between the two, and I'm probably not going to get to the other one until after I'm done moving and after the holidays. So I'm going to do this one first, and then immediately afterwards I'm going to submit the other one as well. That one's going to be set up to sound like I posted it in December, but you loyal listeners will know better. Now I know, it's, it's a horrible tear to not have to hear my voice for a full month, but I, I think you'll get through it because the content in these two episodes is going to be so great. I'm super excited to hear uh, Trav's episode, and I'm just so floored by the episode that I put together that, you know, I'm going to be probably pretty much listening to it on repeat for the next month and a half, because I'm, I'm that kind of guy. Anyway, sorry for the long, slightly rambly introduction. Believe it or not, this is the edited version, and the next sounds you will hear will be foreign correspondent Travis Dow, live from Wittenberg. Okay, he's not actually live. I wonder if you got to meet Angela Merkel. Hey Ben, how's it going? Well, I'm in Wittenberg, which uh, I believe is fitting for Wittenberg to Westphalia, Wars of the Reformation. I won't make it to Westphalia this trip, that's uh, the other end of Germany. But wow, but we're about to walk into the, the actual Luther, Luther house, and well, let's, let's see what we find. Something really important happened in Wittenberg 500 years ago. Listen to Ben's podcast to find out what exactly, but this is part of a scavenger hunt across the Agora podcast network. On the 500-year celebration of Martin Luther's 95 thesis, I went to Wittenberg. The exhibit in Wittenberg took at least 11 years of planning, organization, logistics, and the collection was unique. 95 objects from around the world, along with 95 people and stories behind them. This is uh, Travis Dow from the History of Germany podcast, by the way, and it was amazing to have a behind-the-scenes glimpse of the exhibit, a private tour, and an apartment right next to the medieval market, because one of the curators of this exhibit is also the creator of the secret cabinet, Deb Budla. Just listen to Ben's podcast if you want to hear why this day was so important. Hundreds of thousands of people poured into this small town, including the German chancellor, by helicopter. And I recorded some audio just for Wittenberg Westphalia, so let's see how that turned out. Okay. Luther's yeah. monk's habit. Yeah. Um, more just, uh, on the diet of Rome, uh, of Rome. Okay. But there is some issues with that. Um, for instance, sure. it's brown, not black. It should right. be black. Right. So uh, oh. it might be his uh, traveling coat. Um, oh, okay. Okay. So that would be interesting because yeah. it, uh, um, it's not actually a, a monk's habit anyway. So um, it could be a coat. Um, yeah. But still not sure whether it's losers or not. But tradition goes on for 200 years or so. Yeah. Um, but it's a nice symbol for. Mm -hmm the famous uh, quotation, here I stand, I cannot do other, mm -hmm. um, which he never said. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, it's not, not in the diet of forms. Right, uh, right. But it uh, com com comprises quite, quite nicely what Luther said, uh, actually. He said, well, I'm 
um, if you cannot prove me wrong by the Holy Scripture, um, I'm bound in the will of God and the words of God and in yeah. my own conscious, uh, consciousness. Um, that's, that's very Jan Hus or even Wycliffe. Das ist sehr Jan Hus oder sogar Wycliffe. So. Yeah. Ja, Beweis ist anders, aber yeah, yeah. if you can't yeah, prove it, so then I, I have to be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, we switched to German then, but uh, that was Luther's robe, which I had seen before when I, I, had, I, saw, I had a tour of Martin Luther's house, also by der Budla, uh, four years ago when I was in Wittenberg and met him for the first time. And so they did have some of Luther's stuff there again. One of the coolest, one of the, the center points of the exhibit was that they had a very early print uh, from Wittenberg of the 95 thesis there. And um, one that was very interesting is that there was mistakes and the like it only goes to 87 and sometimes it goes, the numbers repeat themselves and sometimes they skip a number or um, one thesis that has more than one sentence kind of gets chopped off into a second thesis. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I guess printing wasn't an exact science or it's just easy to make mistakes, but very cool that, that, I mean, there was letters written exactly 500 years before I was there, you know, on, on Halloween, 1517, uh, the 95 thesis just printed just weeks later, um, Luther's translation of the Bible, obviously, some of the very earliest prints, sometimes with notes from 1517 written in the margins and said, you know, and it would say like printed in Wittenberg. There's one copy that they had on exhibit from 1540. They had a lot of the kind of, they tried to make Martin Luther, you know, a 3D whole person by um, Germans, obviously, <laughs> have put Mar Martin Luther on a pedestal at various times in history, and, and Prussians have, and, and so have Nazis. Um, many, many, many people have quoted Luther for, for good and bad. But uh, they've just because he's so important in history, they've excavated his parents' house, tried to figure out how, how his childhood was. And many of the artifacts were here at this exhibit, like toys from his childhood. And um, his father was a coppersmith. So, you know, just a slab of copper that they got from a silver mine or something. Um, a wooden spoon for punishment. A lot of great stuff to kind of get a glimpse of who Martin Luther was. And then also the times he lived in, which I've kind of, I, which I've talked about on the history, history of the papacy and some of his effects that I've talked about on other podcasts. One thing that I thought was really interesting that I saved for this episode, and there's many, many examples of uh, the influence of, you know, not just Martin Luther's theology necessarily or what he said against the Catholic Church, but taken more broadly in the sense of, Uh, anti-censorship or freedom of speech, even, you know, freedom of religion and that kind of thing. And all the the, the arguments that were had in the coming centuries um, and around Europe and around the world. But one great example was uh, Mikael Agricola. They had a print from him, and you may have never heard of him. Uh, he was a ref reformer in Finland, and he lived from 1510 to 1557, so a pretty short life. But he really brought... Um, he wrote down the Finnish language and, and kind of was, you know, he's seen as a as almost a, a holy, like a saint today, but he's um, kind of the creator of the Finnish language, much like, I don't know, Shakespeare might be for English or not not the creator, but the person that wrote it down and gave it its, its form and spelling. And Martin Luther was definitely that for German and a Lutheran Finnish person who, you know, went back home and, and wrote in the Finnish language is Mikhail Agricola, and they had a very early print of his. So the reasons for Martin Luther's Reformation 
and the Catholic world of the time that I covered on the History of the Papacy podcast. Some of his effects um, are on the English Renaissance podcast and others, some of the interesting tidbits of Martin Luther's life and some of the more uh, weird artifacts in the exhibit are on the cannonball. And then, of course, part of the reason why this was such a big day on in German history on the History of Germany podcast, which is my own. And then I'll summarize the whole thing and, and explain this whole scavenger hunt on the Agora feed. And there will be links on podcastnick.com, hopefully in the show notes here. But to learn more about the crazy exhibit of 95 artifacts, people, and stories behind them, and the 500-year celebration itself, and the medieval markets, and all the crazy stuff that went on in town that day, just follow the Agora scavenger hunt. And thanks. Luther wanted to impress people. We know that he printed already the 97 thesis against yeah. um, scholarism, mm-hmm. uh, yes, he wanted yeah. to get rid of in, in the university, yeah. and so he re- probably printed also yeah. 95 theses yeah. against the indulgences. So all this work, and then they make a few mistakes with the numbers. <laughs> right, but he still used it. Um, sure, it sure. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's quite elegant. Oh yeah, I mean it looks amazing. Yeah, and you don't notice right away that. But the next ah, printer yeah. then. Uh, didn't make the mistakes. They had the print. They only counted to 25, and began again. 25, okay. 25, and then 20. Okay. And the okay. next one didn't use Arabic numbers anymore, but used the, the, the Latin numbers. The Roman, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and so um, uh-huh. they, they didn't make the same mistake um, because now easier to do so yep. because probably used um, small um, yeah, yeah. Uh, parts. Yeah, of, yeah. Um, of I mean, it, it is very small print. It's like mm-hmm. font twelve or yeah, something, you, you know, if ten. You do that um, in a, in a not well lit yeah. Uh, um, yeah. like, uh, printing press and have to look at that and well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's another. Isn't more lots of uh, printing errors inside, and once. Well, that was really something. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Now, again, if you want to get the full scoop of what happened on this once in a ever, not lifetime, but this one-time occurrence day. It was 95 objects, 95 people. To get the whole picture, go to podcastnick.com. This is an Agora Podcast Network exclusive. So I have, there's video on the Podcastnik channel. You're going to have to listen to the history of the papacy, Wars of the Reformation, which you are listening to, The Cannonball by Dan and Claude, and of course, Heather Tesco's um, Renaissance English History Podcast on englandcast.com. And of course, for History of Germany podcast. So... Yeah, check out podcastnick.com and, and listen to the other four or five snippets if you're, if you're curious. And let me tell you, it's, it's worth it. I, but I hope you enjoyed that. And um, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm at a medieval market. I'm looking at some poor tourists in a cage. They just locked up a Spaniard in the stockades. And uh, there's, there's roast pig going on. I'm going to go to the main market square. This isn't even nothing. But it's, it's, it's insane. It's elbow to elbow. Angela Merkel's here, the Chancellor of Germany. Uh, many, many religious personalities from both Catholic and Protestant denominations. And um, uh, yeah, the, my, my, my host, the person who I'm sleeping, sleeping on his couch, um, he's about to bring the 95 Thesis to the castle. Uh, it's, it's, really, it's really quite a day. It's hard to describe. I'm looking at two noblemen right now with feathers in their cap, and um, it's, it's really something. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. I'm going to go see what else I can see.
Greetings, my name is Benjamin Jacobs, and this is episode 37, Trav's Big Adventure. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. <laughs> Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.